Welcome, welcome. Welcome once again to EOB Salon Talk. EOB Salon Talk is much more than salon talk. It's about conversation that actually happens in the salon. Marriages, relationship, finances, politics, just to name a few. Let's talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome once again to an episode of EOB Salon Talk. Today's episode is sponsored by NRG. NRG is my supplement of choice in the morning. It gives me energy before the gym, and it's also great for mental clarity. Get yours. The link is in my bio. Also, today's episode is sponsored. Today, we have two sponsors. It's sponsored by Miss Kalia. Would you like to... Do the honors. This is my guest for today, and she's actually a proud sponsor of EOB Salon Talk. So go ahead. Could you explain what it is and who you are? How you doing? I'm Kalila. Um, I started a company called Baked Bees. It's baked underscore bees, B-E-E-Z, H-I-P, which is for homemade infused products. That's my Instagram link. Um, I make infused products with CBD and THC. And I stick to the New York State regs. So if you're interested in purchasing, I make hot sauce, barbecue sauce, mayonnaise, cookies, anything that you can think of that's edible, I'm able to make it. I'm also um, going to be producing a vegan menu for those that are vegan and would also like to have infused products. I make bath salts as well, um, bath bombs, uh, oils for the skin, and things of that nature. Well, today I'm, I'll be trying the hot sauce. So can I take this one? Yes. Yes. I'm going to be trying the hot sauce. I'll let you know how it did. Okay. Also, 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 let's just say she not only make products, she also make, made this QR code for me for my, so if you scan the QR code, if you need a QR code, you can just hit her up on her Instagram. We also have another special guest. This is a rare occasion, right? Where we have two guests today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Um, Your name? <laughs> He's a little shy. My name's Kieran. And, um... Hi, Kieran. Welcome. So before we dive into Kieran's and what and, and why, why there's three guests today, let me just tell you. So this week we had a, I had an appointment in my book and it was for Miss Kalia. And Kalia came in and we start having real salon conversation. You know those conversations that dive in, we start one place, then we get to another. We had a powerful conversation. And one of the conversations we're having is just how how she became, you know, how she started opening on doing her own products. And I'm like, that is brave, especially in a time like this. And then you start telling me a little bit about it. So can you just tell my viewers why you decided to do your own product? And just how did that come about? Um, I started doing my own product because I kind of got tired of working for people. Um, When someone no longer needs you at their agency or they're tired of you or they feel like you're no longer needed for whatever reason and they've used you for whatever you've brought to the table. Um, It becomes very tiresome. And as I've gotten older in age, I just feel like working for myself is a better um, opportunity for me. So I decided to um, get into making things that are essential, things that are needed in the community um, amongst just people, everyday people. Um, I love to craft. I've been crafting 
for the longest time. Um, and everything that comes out new, I try to educate myself on it. Um, as far as the Baked Bees mm -hmm. brand, uh, decided to get into that because I kind of seen that the THC was going to get legal. It was going in that direction. Um, I find that it helps me with my headaches. Mm -hmm. um, it helps me with anxiety that I have at times. Um, so I started to see how can I implement that into everyday things that people use um, and still stay within the legal ramifications. So once it got legalized... It was like you a start door doing was it. open. <laughs> and you know what? I'm proud of you for taking the initiative too. But in our conversation, it was very interesting to me. There's many different layers to you. And I must say that I was really, really in, motivated by you. Um, many times people come into the salon and, you know, as a stylist, I'll say, oh my gosh, gosh, that was sad. But you actually inspire me and motivate me. Um, Thank you. First... We started by introducing three guests, right? Yeah. And Kieran, most people are not sure why you're here. We're going to jump into that later because we're going to dive into asking some questions of you. If that's okay, that's okay with you. Mm -hmm. So before I do that, I want to explain to my guests, uh, we, we're going to start the conversation because I want to explain to my guests how the conversation came about and how this interview actually come about. So we start talking about you know, things that are happening and going on in each other's life, in your life. Right. And you start telling me about stuff that was happening in your family. Yes. And these are things that really happen in the salon. When I tell people this, you know, you are a perfect example. Right. And you were telling me, we start talking about mental health and you were telling me what you were going through. Right. And I said, wow, but what inspired me about what you are dealing with? And you are saying that there's mental health in your family and we should not take it for granted right. that a person, you know, that walks around does not have mental health. And you actually educate the entire salon mm -hmm. on mental health and why, and you know, for, so for me, I'll say, if I ever ask what's your why, I would say that's a part of it. You've taken care of many family members that have been through that. Yes. So I thank you for being a caretaker, thank first you. of all, thank you. you know, because a lot of times people don't tell the caretaker, thank you. And then we, we dive into a difficult conversation. Yes. So this is your child sitting next to you, of course. Yes. And... <laughs> Your child is here with you because we start talking about, you start telling me about what was going on with, with your child. Can you just explain to us? Good look at me. Um, so we were discussing mental health and I was explaining how as a parent who has a child who's dealing with mental health issues, it's very difficult. And she's also dealing with gender identity. He. Um, he, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and... Those two things go hand in hand in our generation, in the younger generation, it appears to be to be connecting, um, where we have a lot of youth that are unable to speak about what their gender role is or what they're feeling or how they want to express themselves. Um, because we grow up in a society where what you were born as is what you shall remain until you leave this earth. And we're not here to judge. Mm. So as a parent, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. We're not here to judge. But how did you deal with that as a parent? Your child coming in saying, I want to be called something else. How, how did you handle that? It wasn't easy. It's not easy. Um, it wasn't presented first as this is what I want to be. It was presented as a mental health issue. It was mm. presented as... um what 
he was going through mentally, which was causing him not to be himself. So I'm going to turn, turn to you, okay, Kiran. And I'm going to, and I apologize if I say your pronouns wrong as he or that's correct. Mm -hmm. he, okay. So what, what were you feeling at the time? If that's okay. If, if, if it's not comfy, just say, why did you feel like I couldn't be myself? Um, more like, uh, the Christianity part. Got it. Was it. more like religious. My dad. I knew my dad wouldn't take it. Well, I, I'm, I'm really open with my mom. Right. But I knew that it would take me a while to open up to my dad. Yeah. So you felt nervous and trapped in a way that I couldn't speak to my dad. My dad's going to be upset. So I, I am, I'm asking these questions as a way to help my community. And to also to help me, because there's a lot I don't understand. And I have clients that come in sometimes. Someone came in, they wanted to be known as they. And I was totally confused the entire day. So I'm being transparent. You know, I want, you know, I respect it. And I think a part of that is too, is that, you know, what I like that your mom said to me, and, and she probably will dive into that later. She said, that's my child. I love my child through it all. Right. So why, how did you decide to, how did you end up speaking about it per se? So we know you couldn't speak to dad. Did you ever speak to him eventually? Yeah. And did he surprise you? Yeah. Um, I don't know how to put it. Just uh, say. I was just... It was actually through a text when I told my mom. Got it. And... It just... I don't know. I just it was so open. It was just said it. It was just like... Right. You know... Yeah, that was it. So, what make you? What makes you feel love? Um, support, like knowing, like even though my mom might say she or call me by my other name, I know that it's not on purpose. Purpose it is not to like purposely invalidate me. It's um. Just like a natural... It's a natural reaction. Well, I will tell you, I thank you for that. Because I was a little confused too. I didn't want to offend anyone. And and when you walk in, I was like, um, I apologize if I call you. And you said, no, it's okay. You know, we're, we're working on it. And your mom said, well, I get it wrong all the time, but it's okay. So thank you for validating that for me. So I felt more comfortable with you, actually. Because I was like, I hope I don't get it wrong. And you were like, oh, no, too much pressure. So I know in our society today, in our community, I should say, a lot of us in our community are not comfortable dealing with the new, I would say it's a new for me, because I'm a woman of a little bit of a certain age. <clears throat> Little past twenty, um, it's not comfortable. It's not a very comfortable subject for us to have. And I know you mentioned your dad. I know for sure your dad, our male, would be the hardest person to have that conversation with. Once you pass all that feelings, I should ask you: Are you feeling better now? Yeah, now that I got it out. Yeah, now that you got it out. So, in 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 what you're saying, then getting it out actually made you feel better. So I'll say to somebody that's watching, if you're struggling, right, getting it out may help you. So how would you suggest them get it out to your parents? Is there a, a particular way? 
or what works for you? Uh, I actually didn't for for when I did it to my dad. I it was kind of like a whole message. It was on his birthday, and I felt kind of bad because it was on his birthday. But I was like, I have to get this out, or it's like it's now or never. So I did it through a notes app because it would be like really hard for me to tell him in person. No, I put. I put, like, what I am now, or what I identify as, um, and I put, I also gave him, like, an understanding of gender dysphoria, what that is, is, like, sometimes if I wear certain clothes, it'll, I'll, like, my whole day will be ruined, like, I'll mm. look at my body, and it'll be, like, just, like, no, like, if I look at my chest, I'll be like, sometimes if I look at my chest, I'll be like, um, I don't want to wear this. Or it'll just throw off the whole outfit. So it's called gender dysphoria. So how would I, how would you, how would you tell a young person like yourself dealing with that to handle that? Because it seemed to me that that's a little common now where there is so much people dealing with that and it's feel trapped. You know, one client I spoke to, he, now he said, you know, I felt trapped and you know, I, I, I wanted to do this interview because I wanted teenager to know the, the issue is not with you. You know, there's no issue with you. Unfortunately, the issue is with us, you know, understanding and accepting. I, I feel like, and this is a journey for me, I feel like if if we understand how to love each other or just what love really is, when the Bible spoke on love for me it was unconditional. You know, there's stuff that I've done that I, I, you said spiritual, so I'm going there. There are stuff that I've done that God should probably not be bothered with me, right? But he forgave me. So my job, I feel as a human is to love and respect you regardless of what you want to be called, name, gender, whatever. What I do want to understand though, and what I would love for people that are going through that is if like, I love what you said. If I call you the name and I wasn't sure, just correct me. So how do I know how to address a person? What is the correct thing? So now I'm in the salon, somebody walk in. How do I know how to address them? So they're not offended. Um, I mean, it doesn't hurt to ask or if they, cause sometimes like just recently I told my guidance counselor that I wanted to be called Kiron. And so he arranged that for me and he sent out an email and by Friday it was, my teachers were calling me Kiron and it threw me off. I was like, huh? And it, it was just like, I don't know. You felt supported. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, it's kind of, sometimes you don't want to be out yet. And it's like, a, I got to wait to come out. Like for my dad, I had to wait. And it took me like, I think a month to go. You had to wait till you're comfortable and you're sure. And nothing is wrong with that. Nothing is wrong because no one could tell me. I didn't feel like going to bed at eight o'clock last night. So I didn't. And it's okay for me to stay up late and watch movies. I look at it the same way. I didn't feel like wearing a, a gown today, so I wore a pants. I, I look at it that way, and I'm learning to look at it that way. Um, 
this is going to be a lot of uncomfortable interview for a lot of people and i would advise a lot of people to sit and watch us with with, with somebody you know that's struggling because i'll tell you there's a lot of hotlines out there that you know i remember i spoke to your mom and she said you felt is that okay for me to say mm -hmm. you felt suicidal and stuff why did you get to a place where you felt that way uh the certain situation uh i kind of felt like i was always messing up and it just like hit me at that moment and i went in the room and it was on impulse like i did what i did on impulse okay. but prior prior to um that incident when you first express um well before she came out she yeah. had presented her suicide thoughts okay so that was when you were 10 right you were 10 um and she mm. presented it to me she asked me to watch a video so the video i watched was of a young lady a little girl she had to be about seven or eight or a little older on the dr phil show and she was presenting psychotic episodes. She heard voices. Um, she was explaining things that she was going through. So when she presented it to when he presented it to me, and I was like, "What are you trying to tell me?" And he's like, "That's how I feel. This is what I'm, I hear a voice." Wow. So I'm like, "What?" So I immediately listened to what was being said, what what he was telling me at the time we did not have um anything she did not did not reveal the gender so the struggle was within her him at her at the time but now him the struggle was in her mind that she was wanting to be a boy she was identifying as a boy but we as her mother and father presented her as a female cuz that's what we that's what I gave so birth to. So you still to. bought the dresses. And right. That. But she never expressed how she really felt. So holding all of it in presented a psychotic episode where she said, this is how I feel. Um, so that's where the suicide started in the very beginning. Um, and then she finally came out and said, listen, I'm, I'm not a girl. I'm a boy. This is what I identify as. And that was at age 11. Right. So the suicide thoughts were there because she said she felt alone. She didn't discuss it with us because of what we believe as Christians um, and how we present ourselves as Christians, what we believe in, what we're teaching, the, what the Bible states and things of that nature. So I think that's why she felt so uncomfortable at the time to come out with, you know, to yeah. to both of us. But he did come out to me first and that kind of buffed and helped with her coming out, him coming out to dad. I'm sorry. I go back <laughs> um, I do with him coming out to dad. So I, I'm that buffer with them and help him understand. Um, and I think that I'm only 44. So I'm kind of like understanding of the society was still like, okay. Mm -hmm. And like I explained to Cassidy or Kieran, I will paint my car in a rainbow to keep you above ground. Mm. If that's what it takes to support you and let you know, you can be a butterfly, a monkey, a chicken, a, whatever you want to be. I will support you 100% because I'd rather have you here 
Mm. I'm only here to guide you. And God is the one to judge you. I'm not a judger. I'm not here for that because I'm not perfect. We're not perfect. And I'm not saying that what he's doing or what he's identifying is, is, right, is wrong. All right. Or right. Because I'm not place. here for that. Right. I'm just here to love you, protect you, and guide you and keep you safe on this journey because there are so many different attacks that's going to come because you're going through this because you what you want to identify as. There's a lot of hatred. It's gotten better, but it's still there. So let me ask you this, though. How do you actually deal with that as a parent? You know, your, your child coming to you and said, well, I want to be identified here, da, da, da. How do you actually deal with that? Um, before, before I speak, almost every day, every morning, every night, I pray. I pray and I ask God for the words to guide me when she, when he does come to me. Um, I do not want him to steer away from God. And I want him to know that God loves him regardless of whatever, mm-hmm. because he's an unconditional God. He's a, a forgiving God. Ever loving. And I always instill for and, and ask her to please him to re, please refer to the Bible. Seek guidance through God. Pray for everything. Anything that you don't have a clear understanding, ask him for a clear understanding and guidance. Um, like he said, I adjust. I do my best to try to say Kieran, um, he, they, um, but it's very difficult. Not because I'm being defiant, but for right. 13 years I've known my child to right. be Something that else. little girl that we, you know. Right. Um, so it's, 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 it's a work in progress. And as long as we work together with it and it's an understanding, he's very open with me. Look. Yeah. And brave. Yes. Very to brave. Sit here to sit here. Yes. And have this. Like, we spoke for about 20 minutes. I'm like, are you sure you... And he was like, yes, I want to have this conversation because I want to make sure other people understand. You know, if you're going through something, do you know how brave... I don't know if I'm that brave. You are so brave to, to do that and to say something like that because, you know, re- reality is we sit here and we judge. And we all could judge. Someone may judge and say, why are you having this conversation? I'm having this conversation because you are our future, right? Absolutely. And my responsibility in this life, I have a foundation, right, for homeless and foster care kids. And kids that their parents are incarcerated. And what I find a lot is that some of these kids there are going through similar things that you're going through, but with no support. So I'll say to you, I'm going to help you whatever I can to find a support group for yourself and separately for him. You know, I think you guys need maybe a support group together and maybe one separately. So I do have a couple of parents that are going through the same thing. And, you know, I'm open enough to talk about it. I know people that are going through it, you know, because um, there are parents that said, I was educated that, you know, it doesn't mean it's gay or straight. It's not about being gay or straight or none of those. It's about what I feel, what right. I identify as. Right, right. So if I feel like I'm sad today, who who are you to say I'm not sad, sad today? Right. Because that's how I'm feeling. So that's how I'm looking at it, to educate myself on it. You know, so... Karen, thank you for being so brave. Thank you for being a light. You are special. And and I'll say this to you too. It's okay to to make the world smile, right? 
but it's not okay to let the world take that smile off your face. So you, you get it? Always make the world smile, but do never, never, never allow this world to take the, your smile off your face because we don't know. You know, who to say what is right and what is wrong, right? I'm just here to support you, whatever you are, and just love you as a human being, right? Don't feel like, you know, oh, I can't go to this person. Find somebody you're comfortable speaking with and speak to that person. Speak to your mom. You are a different mom. You are just, you <laughs> yeah. know, she. you are inspirational. Thank and you. I spoke to you and you were like, oh, that mental health is... Yeah. It's hard. It is. And I said, how do you deal with it? She said, you know, everything for everyone is mental health, but it's real. You know, and I'm like, listening to you. Yeah. And I'm inspired by you because the strength you have is on is on like nothing I've seen. Right. So, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to and it's sad to say to be a black woman. And have a family or have mental health issues in your family and mm. try to be a support and deal with them. And the reason I say of color, because unfortunately, we don't have a lot of the resources or we're not able to say, okay, we can afford mm. to miss a day from work and um, make it to this appointment. Or um, if I don't, I, I got to use this co-payment to do this and I got to feed this. It's very, it's a struggle. And I know some people are going to say, well, what does black have to do with it? But in our community and the black it's community, community. it's we- very hard to have mental health issues. Someone had a Facebook post and it said, people are depressed and going through things and taking their lives and can't even talk to people about it because wow. you're so quick to judge. And it's really, and I was like, that's so powerful because you can be sitting at home and you're going through something and you're so afraid to reach out because you're so afraid to be judged. And it's like, where do we have as black people to turn to without feeling judged? Mm. You know, when we see someone down the, walking down the street that's talking to themselves or um, cursing someone out and, and our first response is, yeah, they crazy. <laughs> Look it up. Move out the way. It's never to think about what has brought this person to that to mental that point, state. Yeah. What services are they not afforded? Like, what are they not able to get? You know, and it's like, just as a black community, we need to come together and support each other on so many different levels. And mental health is a very big issue amongst black people. And we are also afraid to talk about it or to ask for help. Yep. Too. Yep. So I'll say with someone that has dealt with this on many fronts, what advice would you give right now to someone that's actually, you know, dealing with it? Uh, seek counseling. There's nothing wrong with receiving counseling therapy. Um, we're also ashamed to go and get therapy. We need to talk to somebody else other than our friends. We need to speak to some people other, other than those that might give us feedback or judge us. We need to kind of self-center sometimes. It's okay to be that way. Um, it's, it's, it's the first thing to do is to take care of you, take care of your mental health, because you cannot be a support to anybody if you're not mentally stable. If I'm not in a mentally stable place, place yeah. I can't be there for my daughter who goes through her own mental issues. I can't be there for my mom. I can't be there for my other kids. I can't be there for my brothers. So I try to be, but I also have to take a step back. And you have to say, okay, I can't deal with that. It's okay not to deal with outside 
entities that are interfering with your mental so we asked this question but i'm going to ask you before i ask you this question i'm going to ask you the same question what do you think we could do differently as as a people though from a person that's sitting on the receiving end of of some of it what do you think we could do differently as a people just you know as people what do you think we could do differently um, I think for like me because the reason why I didn't come out was because of religion religion I think that if it was more speak up open if it was more open and accepting right then we like we wouldn't have a problem with suicide or depression wow so you're saying to me if we would just accept people the way they are a little bit more we would have less suicide and this is from someone that has actually been through it so what you're saying is just just be what you're asking for my audience right now is just to be a little bit more accepting of each other a little bit more accepting of each other we'll probably have one less suicide one less you know a person going through depression well I want to thank you I want to really thank you but before we go I want to ask you something too what have you learned going through this process that you didn't know before um, I learned about uh, gender dysphoria was a new thing for me and, and explain and explain what that is because a lot of us even me, I'm not quite sure what it is exactly. I'm about to research it fully. So explain explain fully what it is. Gender dysphoria is similar to body dysphoria. Like, I think body dysphoria is just genuinely just hating your body in general. But gender dysphoria is where you can look, like in clothes or just in general, you can look at your body and say, oh, I look like a girl or I look like a boy. And I don't want to look like this. Got it. Got it. What have you learned differently? What have you learned that you didn't really know? I've learned a lot. Um, I'm still learning. I've, I've learned basically what Cassidy has taught me regarding the gender role, um, they, them, the pronouns. I feel like I have to take kindergarten all over. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, that's how our conversation started. Right, though. yeah. Our day, right. conversation started like that, and you said, Girl, don't feel bad. Right, because I don't know. Don't feel bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I was really feeling bad that I, you know, I'm yeah. confused. So I'm, I, I'm, you know, trying to just become better educated so I can be aware and um, have a knowledge of it because sometimes we, we respond stupidly because we don't have the knowledge. Mm -hmm. So I, I do ask cast, uh, Kieran a lot of questions. You know, because I do want to understand what is they, them, what is pansexual, what is... Um, what is what? Pansexual, so, which is... Um, time it's out. so many different terms. What is pansexual? <laughs> it's like where you like everybody. Okay, okay. See, I'm ignorant to it too. I'm not sure. Right. So yeah. it's, it's something to learn. And then there's also... Um, like I, So for me growing up, if I identify myself as a as a boy, I assume I want to be with a girl. Right. Because that's what I like. Right. But she's explaining to he me, is. he's explaining to me mm -hmm. that he's not gay. Right? Yes. So it confuses me altogether. 
Wait, so he would have to do that because I have no clue. So there's pansexual, <laughs> transsexual, bisexual. What did I lose? So, so lesbian, lesbian, bisexual, gay, transgender, and queer. Okay, so okay, but there's a whole list of other alphabets as well. Right. So what I'll say is, <laughs> so this is what I'll say. For me and learning, and I'll say for my viewers and learning, I think what we have to do is just accept people the way they present themselves to you and do it with love, right. without judgment. Because I did think, honestly, that, you know, oh, that mean you're gay or, you know, and right. I was educated. I used to think that way also until I'm like, doesn't mean you're gay or you're straight or you're pen or your trans right. it just because i used to think so what's it so a transsexual doesn't mean you're gay either right good i just didn't want to speak out of turn <laughs> see i'm learning too um and i do want to learn about it so let, let um let's talk some hair talk so what is one other thing you hate about a salon no, no, no. You, you love, because you do come to me sometimes. So tell me the thing you love about us. We ain't even going to go into why she hate. Because, you know, what you love, because she be coming to me sometimes. What do you like coming to my salon? About I like the atmosphere. I'm just being selfish. I like the... <laughs> I love you. Let's start with I that. I love you, too. No, I love you, too. I love you, too. I've been... Uh, for years, I've been getting my hair done off and on. You know, I get cheap and I do it myself, but... It's not I, cheap. It's economical. <laughs> it's economical, right? <laughs> um, so, I just love the atmosphere. I've always, I've been... I grew up in here. My mom was a beautician. We own, you know, beauty supply stores and things like that. Um, so, I always gravitate back to just being in a salon. And, um, you know, just like the barbershop, you have the shop talk, you know? The beauty hey. shop talk. So, it's... it's, it's Interesting. How do you like to wear your hair? Well, wait. Oh God. Duh. Anyway, um, I'm I'm usually bald, long. I, if you could, I think if you can glue it on, then you could just cut it off. There so you go. It is what it is. <laughs> How do you like to wear your hair, Kiron? Um, short. Short, I think right? I'm thinking of getting uh, locks. Lock. Okay, gray. good color. Uh, blonde. Yeah. Blonde. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll make it blonde. Platinum. <laughs> You know, I go through different phases myself. Right. You know, I, I was blue the other day, just so you know. <laughs> I was blue the other day, and I think I was red. That's I think so I'm going right? to stop right there. I'm going to stop. But whenever you're ready for your blonde, just come see me. I got you. All right. Um, and then why, Um, you say you may go lock. Do lock it. Lock. Okay. Cool. What I like about us as a people is that change. So if we could accept a person from changing their hair, I think at this point we should just accept people for who they are. You accept me with blue hair last month. Uh -uh. So accept me for who we are. All right. So I was trying to stay away from these questions I'm about to ask. Right. So I, I will say this. So I see, I was trying to really stay away from this question, but I see, um, Dwayne Wade and his, and his wife and, and his son. Right son going through the similar thing that you are going through can you relate to that um, in any way and how do you feel about them as a parent and how they handle it um i haven't really got into um what they're doing yeah but i do relate to 
that, you know, he's transgender part and that I saw a photo of them and I thought, oh, that's nice. Um, and yeah, I just think it's... I think uh, it's good that they accept their child for who their child is. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, all these negative stuff. And I'll tell you this too. A lot of noise and negative, and a lot of negative stuff people say to you are noises. Because I'll tell you something, and if you remember me for one thing, apart from not letting the world take remove your smile, that part. But if you remember me for one thing, remember this. 90% of what people's opinion are of you has nothing to do with you. Have to do with themselves. I actually applaud Dwayne Wade and his wife for how they handled the situation, right? I asked a client one day, actually it was the week before you came in, mm-hmm. and they were talking, oh, they shouldn't have done that. And I said, why not? What would you have done? And then you you came in and you drove it, drove a nail into it for me. You said to me, Claudette, I would paint my car and the entire world rainbow mm-hmm. just to let my kid know I love him. Right. You, you said it doesn't matter to me. And that that right there touched me. I actually left and, you know, if you watch this podcast, you know I'm a crier. I was in. I was done. You mm-hmm. hear me? I'm fighting back myself because I'm guilty of some of the things, too. I'm guilty of the judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, we're human. I'm guilty of, you know, not accepting people for who they are. And when we spoke about it, I was in the middle of a my health matter challenge with TLC. And I said to myself, most people look at my health as what the doctor says is wrong with you, um, how big you are, how small you are, how much weight you lose. But health starts from the brain, brain. entire mm-hmm. body. Right. It's from the mental health. It's from the way you think. It's from the way you look at people. So what I'll say to you is thank you for during my my health matter challenge, um, transformation you came in here and you taught me it's not about just weight loss Claudette it's about mental Mental health and I would hope for this society right now to kind of look into themselves and understand mental health is a real thing and I will applaud you I thank thank you. you thank you for all you're doing for everybody in your family but I do need you to take time for yourself and I Hold me to it because I'm going to make sure I find you that support first of all. Thank because you. in order for you to be good to anybody else, right. you have to be, be good, good to yourself. Now, the only thing I don't, and, Ka- and Kiran, I have discussed it, and she has to do when he gets older, and that is the gender changing. So he has expressed that at one time that he wanted to have his breast removed and give a penis, and I was like, absolutely not. Not at this age. If that's something you want to do when you're older and you can make that decision and it's on your time, right? your insurance, your copay, your money, I will still be your mom. I still will support you. I still will love you, but not at this age because I feel like doing that and you have some adults who have done it and want to go back. They I, I do have a client, it. yeah. I want you to be able to experience life as you are, present what you are now, but to completely change it and not give yourself a, a, a chance to just live your life. Because once you make that change, that's that could be a permanent change. And I'll say to you too, mommy saying no is not a negative. 
Right. You could still have self-love for who you identify as, you know, until you get to where you could do that and make that decision for yourself. So mom says, no, sometimes we as parents think that when you tell your child, no, the child may think, oh, mom don't like me. It's, you know, the same way you want your parent to listen to that. That's, you know, listen to that for a minute. Hold on to that for a minute. But no, if you know nothing today, know, know this. Your mom love you, girl, boy. <laughs> your mom no love you because with with the way and the passion in which so she's saying no to that wait see how it is it's good and that was one of the questions i asked you before the interview because i wanted to make sure this interview is on camera i wanted to make sure you know i'm not violating you i'm not you know right. this is why i wanted your mom here she said no do it about i said mm -hmm. i'll be sitting right here to make sure to check me if I'm, you know what I mean? Even though I just corrected her. <laughs> See that? See that? <laughs> so, I, I have a real quick question for you. And I'll start with Kiran. What, what would you say to another young person like yourself that's trying to come out to their parents? What, what advice would you give? Well, I did give advice once. I was, I was in, um, I was in one of my classes and one of my, well, he wasn't a friend, but he was just somebody who I talked to. Um, he was kind of down. And so one of like the counselors came in and started talking to him. And I said, well, how I came out to my dad, cause he had the same situation. Like he was, he didn't know how to come out and he was kind of stuck. Uh, I said to, be straightforward about who you are, but also educate them. Oh, like, wow. tell them not how to deal with it, because that's their own personal way to deal with it, but educate them on how you feel or what's going on, because the reason why they are angry or frustrated is that they might not understand. Wow. You are so brave how old are you 13 no way that's the most mature advice you could give to someone is there an advice you would give from a parent perspective you've been through it what advice would you give just be supportive try to try to be understanding and open um don't think your child is wrong like don't don't make them feel bad. They they're going through enough as teenagers, as as children growing up. There's a lot of things that go on in the schools that we are unaware of. Um, mm. Cass, Kieran was bullied, mm. um, and bullied for five almost five years. Didn't tell us until fifth grade. Um, so that's how like everything just started to come to the forefront. Um, Bullied by teachers, bullied by... By teachers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bullied by a teacher to the point I had to threaten, and it was horrible. Oh, we got to have a part two of this Yeah, it was horrible. Um, and it's just like you... I didn't notice it because, again, you're trying to work. You're trying to um, provide for your family. You you don't have the hours and the time to sit down and... and I don't, I don't remember the last time that we kind of like just sat down as a family, ate dinner. It's always on the go, trying to get this. And so 
just try to kind of pay attention to things. I've learned to ask a lot of questions. It's annoying, but I ask them anyway, because I don't want to lose her. I don't want to lose him at all. So I'm always like, how was your day? Was anybody bothering you? Did anybody say anything that was out of ordinary? Do you feel comfortable? You know, how you, I, and this could be, and, and I know it's annoying, but I, I just want I to, have to blow up the school. right. I don't, I don't have to go blow <laughs> school up today. <laughs> so it's, I just want him to know You're mommy there. is 16,000 times 16,000 to infinity there for you. Like I will, I will tear it up, whatever I got to do. Just to assure, because I feel like, I feel like the bullying that she went through, I failed as a parent because I didn't know that was going on. So I feel like, and I probably never even said this to him, but that part made me feel less than a mom because I couldn't protect my cat, my kid. And it got to a point where the decision that he wanted to do is to remove himself from all of the hurt that I had no way of knowing or protecting. So it's very difficult sometimes not to be that going in fist fighting. Um, and he does calm me down. Like, no mom, today's a good day. Nobody got, no, you don't have to blow up the school. <laughs> so it's just, we've been through a lot and I try not to be too emotional because I've cried and cried and cried, but it does bring up a lot of things in me um, because no one wants their kid to be hurt or bullied. And bullying is not just face-to-face. -face, it's through texting. It's through um, emails. It's cyberbullying. And you have these these kids who don't know how to um, deal with it. And and, and, I, and not, to, not to go too far, but I feel like we as parents, mm. um, this, this generation... We contribute to that. You know why? Everything is, you want a game? You want an iPad? You want to, and the kids are this all day. They have no socialization wow. skills. Me growing up, I used to go outside, play, fight. I would fight my friend and go back and we're friends the next day. They don't know it's how to do world. that. Right. And I don't know if it's because we have protected them so much or we, we give them so much of what they want, like electronic wise, the games, everything is a game. Everything is like, and that's how they relate. I listen to them play on the, what is that? The the headset with the Grand Theft Autos and talking to each other. And it's never a face. And these kids say anything to each other, no respect. And then when they have to deal with that in reality, face to face, it's a totally different situation. But I'll say this though. I have to say this because you just messed me all the way up. A child being bullied is never a parent fault. I think that's that's a, that's the bully's fault, it and is. the edu lack of education on that bully's fault. So I'll say to parents, because there are parents out there probably feeling the same way. I met a lady that her son killed himself because he was being bullied. Actually, I met her in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I was there for a conference. And she, she actually was with us and she was just, you know, I said, why you look so sad? She's always, it was the anniversary and she was saying, and she felt the same way. She said, I felt like I failed my child, but there's nothing I could say to her that would make her feel she better. Was, and all yeah. I could do is give her a hug at that point. And then I, I went to my room and I saw her for my next class and I said to her, and I'm going to say this to you, it is not 
it has nothing to do with you. You didn't fail. What, what happened is that, you know, somebody failed that child. You know, that child, you, you ever hear the saying, hurt people, hurt people? people. And mm -hmm. that's what it is. And that's why I love what you're doing. You're showing your son love, your child how to love. So they, so, so he in turn don't turn around because people that are bullied sometimes bully other people, right? He has, he has, he has come to that at times, but right. it's not, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy because it comes up in different ways. Um, wow. and that's something that he's working on. Um, and it's not a bullying, like going to school and doing and what that, someone so. else is doing, has uh -huh. done to him. It's amongst the people you're comfortable with. It's overplaying. It's over, over, um, making jokes constantly, putting someone down, thinking it's funny. And he's not a mean person. He's not intentionally trying to be that person. He's only expressing what has happened to him in a different way, in a comfortable state. And that's the point. And that, right. And, and it's, this it's, is why the support is necessary right. on both sides. Right. Sometimes people say, oh, this person bullied me and that, that, that. And sometimes a bully get punished. And I feel sometimes the person that bullied you probably get more help than the person that was, was bullied. bullied. Right. So I'll say too, for people that's watching, if you have a child that's been through bully, that's been bullied yeah. or go, you know, be observant of your kid. Yes. Though, is what you're saying. saying yes. Right. Yes. And another thing you're saying is get that child some help. help. There are help there. Did you feel like, have you, have, have you been through counseling at all? Yes. Mm -hmm. How did you feel like it was helpful to you? Um, yeah. It was mm -hmm. right. So would you say to young people, go to counseling, speak to someone because counseling is about sitting down and having a conversation with someone that's going to listen and not really judge you, whether they're paid to not judge you or not, they're not going to judge you. Yeah. So let's look at it that way. If that's going to help get our kids there, you know, it's so hurtful for me to hear parents, you know, it's so hard being parents. Mm -hmm. And for you to say you feel like it was your fault. After all I see you do, I'm like, it's a tough job. And God bless you, my sister. Thank and you. I am going to give you some information too with some support group, even for yourself. Because I'm telling you, you need it because you need to strengthen your mental. Yep. You need to strengthen yourself. It's not your fault. It's nothing you've done. Your child is your child. Whatever that child has been through have nothing to do with you. Yeah. You know, I was listening to something, someone, a part of the conversation with Dwayne Wade and them, they were saying it was Dwayne Wade's fault or Gabrielle's fault. It's nothing. It's not their fault. Right, right. It's what the child identifies. It's right. not their fault. It wasn't because they weren't love, you know, and I thank you again. Thank you, thank you. Because I'm not having another conversation so I can cry. <laughs> I gotta stop crying on this podcast. Like, but this is emotional to me because I know for sure there's people gonna watch this and say, ah, and our society is we're so hard on ourselves. So, yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. If you need help, ask for it. You know, sometimes we don't ask for help because we feel like people won't listen. Right. If you need help, definitely ask for help. If you're out there going through something and you need help, ask for help. I was in the salon and I, the door was open and a guy was just talking to me. 
and obviously he had mental health issue going on. That was obvious. And he was just talking to me and he just keep asking me, I'm always good today. Right. And they, my stylist and the clients were like, why are you entertaining him? Because I might've been the only person he could speak, speak to, to today. Yep. today. So I did. Right. He said, can I have your number? I said, sure. I was not going to give him my number. I would probably <laughs> give him, you know, but it was helpful cool. to him. Right. When he left, he said, thank you. This was great. Thank you. I will come back again. I said, don't come too soon. All right. Come next week. Right. You know, and I joke with him and he laugh and he wave. But that conversation might have been the only conversation he had today. Right. So, you know what? Thank you for being here. Thank you for being strong enough. Don't think about that no more. You are too special. God has some big plans for you. Mm -hmm. So you ain't leaving this earth no time soon. And those people that bullied you, bully, they were weak. That was just some weak situation. They themselves were going through something. So guess what? You're stronger than that. I'll tell you off here how to handle that, but it's off here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like your mama, right? So I've learned. I've learned some things too. Um, and I'll say too, if people are out there struggling with mental health, their mental health hotline, you know, find somebody to speak to. Mm -hmm. Don't suffer with mental health alone. And, you know... Somebody, if you feel like somebody won't listen, go to your doctor, right. speak to your doctor. If you're a child, speak to your guidance counselor. You know, I love what you told me earlier when you said you went to school, you told your guidance counselor something. And before the week was over, he, he, mm -hmm. he made it happen. That's support. Yeah. And I'm so happy to hear that the, the school are supporting our, our kids. Yes. It's not about what they want to be and who, whatever, and what you support. I'm not about that. You know what? I'm a child of God. I believe in God. But at the end of the day, God is love. Right. God made us all in love. And here at EOB Salon Talk, we really want you to know, we really want you to know that if you are suffering with body this what's it called dysphoria dysphoria body dysphoria if you're struggling if you're going through anything if you're afraid to speak to someone please um even the suicide hotline if you call the hotline 1-800-273-8255 call that number someone will be there for you um Put it in the OB salon talk. We'll find you help. There's no need. We love, love to love on people. Whoever you are, we welcome you. I'm not perfect. You know, I, I'm a little bit overweight myself trying to lose a little pound. You know, people could, people have judged me for that. That's okay. People judge me because of the color of the skin. Oh, well, but I love myself and I love you for loving yourself. And I love you for having your confidence for doing this for others. Thank you for giving back. This is the most powerful thing you could ever do in your life by giving back. And in closing, before I start following, <laughs> what's your favorite quote? I'm going to ask you the same. What is one of your favorite quotes? Do unto others as you have them do unto you. Woo. Do unto others as they as you'll have them do to you. You have one? <laughs> what about the one I just gave you? Always make this world smile, but don't ever make this world you live in take that beautiful smile off your face. Thank you for joining us at EOB Salon Talk. It was a pleasure. 
Thank, thank you, you for being us. here. Thank, thank you. you for being so brave with sharing your story. And if you ever need support, you can run in here. Give me a, I'll give you a hug when COVID is over. Because <laughs> I got to wait, wait. But thank you so much. And I appreciate it. And thank you for allowing thank them you to for be having here. Us. Thank you. And thank you for it. what you're doing. Thank you. I'll find that support group. All right. <laughs> What's your contact information again? Baked bees is baked underscore b e e z underscore h i p and that's my instagram follow her support her just support her so she could actually as a small business but don't worry you ain't getting this hot sauce this hot sauce going home with me today so um <clears throat> you could support her please sometimes you know or you know a lot of you out there with businesses you could buy a qr code um, that's the correct word, right? Yes. You see, I'm, t I'm technically, you know, you could buy, you could buy, order one from her. I think these are 25, 20. This one's 20. This, this one's 20 comes bigger. So please support her. So she would be here to support her son, her mom and others. Cause I'm going to actually invite you eventually when, when we're open to speak to some of the, the young kids that we have from the Giles foundation, okay. her information will be on our link also our on this podcast please so go ahead and support her thank you guys for the support in advance and don't forget get your NRG also all right NRG and hot sauce good mix <laughs> have a great day thank you thank you